The invisible difference between a producer and you. Don't be mistaken. The only way to feel good about yourself, to have a life you love and a life you live powerfully is by being a producer. The secret of producers lies in the invisible dimension. The dimension that is invisible to both to you and them. They do something differently, not different, differently, from you. And they don't even know it. I am an empath. And I feel what you do, and I feel what they do. I feel your how. One area where the two hows are strikingly different is your self-image. This is crucial. By the way. So please pay attention. I won't charge you a million dollars, even though it could be worth it. You are who you are, the many different characteristics that describe what you do, how you feel, what you go for, and what you shun, are all a result of decisions you made when you were upset, in trouble, and when your brain misbehaved. When I ask you about those decisions, one by one, and ask you if you would sit down on a rainy Sunday afternoon, and contemplate how to get the most out of life, would you would have come up with these same decisions. I have asked this question from many of you, and all of you said, no way. And yet this is how you are, this is how you do or don't do things. And the results, for your life, are rarely nurturing, rarely causing your life to be the way you want it to be, productive, with some adventure, with some love, with some me time. No. Most of us don't live that way. Instead we live a life where most of it we don't like, we don't want, and complain about it, maybe to just to our pillows. Unbeknownst to you, there is a reason why you are trapped in this identity and why you haven't been able to start living a life that is worth living. It is all in how you read, how you learn, how you work, in the invisible dimension of life. The most important thing that people don't learn in the learning to learn course is the most important thing that people don't learn in the learning to learn course is probably the only important thing to learn. Pomodoro, and other tricks are nice, but they are a little like using makeup, they cover up that in the foundation of your life you are doing something that makes you ugly, or unable, or unwilling to use your equipment the way it was intended. The first important thing to learn in the learning to learn course is the scarce availability of slots in your working memory. In computer language, the working memory is your RAM, random access memory. You can make a computer twice as fast by adding more RAM. Why? Because for life, for calculations, your brain, the computer, needs space and slots to be effective. But even more importantly, the amount of brain RAM tells you how many pieces of information your brain is able to hold at any one time. To compare them, to connect the dots, to see the big picture. So what does that teach you? What could that teach you if you cared? What could that teach you if you understood what they are talking about? Your brain RAM is like how many arms you have. The more arms hands you have the more productive you can be. And the biggest issue is that most of your hands are full of the ITCH, the urges, the wanting, the shoulds, and are not available to be used to produce. Simple, anything that doesn't specifically need at your working memory should not be done with working memory. How, what, how do you do that? Simple, almost everything you do now is done wrong. Instead of adding, instead of wanting more, better, different, we'll go for elimination of the unnecessary or what can be done in another way. So we, as is usual, will go for the Anakaranana principle, every happy family, producer, is happy, productive, in the same way, while every unhappy family, non-producer, is unhappy, unproductive, in its own way. What does that mean in the area of how you use your brain? Every productive person is productive in the same way, while every unproductive person is unproductive in their own way. So what does it look like in life? 1. Productive people have routines for most of the things they do. 
They don't use their scarce resources to decide what to wear, what to do when, what to eat, not even to read. Maybe not even to produce. They jealously guard their short-term memory, so when the opportunity comes, when they have to make some important decisions, the hands are available. Every choice you make uses up slots in your working memory. And while the course doesn't say it, every choice uses up glycogen, a kind of sugar that feeds the brain, and is in short, limited supply. The student who, between study session, plays computer games, has neither free slots, nor glycogen to get the hard work of studying done. If you really look, every producer, whether they produce in business, literature, philosophy, politics, or sports, live a boring life when you look at it from the outside, the excitement you try to add to every moment of your life makes you an underachiever, because all that excitement comes from rash decisions, and uses up your brain slots and your glycogen. Also, producers are not talkers. Talking comes using the short-term memory slots, so talkers are rarely producers. Why? They can't. They don't have the raw material to support producing. 2. Raft Building The second fundamental difference between a productive person and an unproductive person is that they took the learning of some things to real knowledge. So it moved into their their long-term memory. Became a chunk, that doesn't need any processing to be usable. Those chunks are connected. And they can use them to produce with. No hands needed. What is this chunk's thing? It's simple. Here's an example, you are reading something. If you read to get the reading done, homework attitude, if you read to get enjoyment, or if you are reading to get answers to some questions, you read with a focused mind, your working memory, the working part of your brain. To gain some temporary advantage, fast. You lean in too close, because of your agenda, and you focus on the words, understanding, and see nothing beyond them. You don't even look for anything beyond. This is the predominant dabbling way today's humans behave. Chunks don't form when you have a narrow focus. When you have an agenda. When what you want is for now. How do producers read? They read while they hang back. They always read inside the big picture. Always look for and see the material connecting to other areas of knowledge, their personal experiences. Those connections are what allow the material to turn into chunks, and eventually create entire rafts on which you can cross the Pacific Ocean. The size of trip required when you are a producer. In essence, a producer does everything in the big picture view. Only in the big picture view one can create large chunks of neurons that fire together, to solve big problems. When I listen to the partner calls, read emails, everyone is on a slightly different level of vibration, but every single participant is concerned with non-important things, like what other people think about them, how they feel, and how they are doing on the call, using up all their available slots, hands, or whatever you want to call them. To be interested in any of that, you need to lean in. And be in focused mode. Result, you don't, you can't learn the material, and you remain an underachiever. And how you do anything is how you do everything, you never actually learn anything. This is the real difference between being a producer and a non-producer. To what degree you can't be in the big picture of anything. Not what you see. Not what you hear. And also not what you read. Not even what you are supposed to do, like the Schultz list. You are concerned. And that concern prevents you from learning any darn thing. Ever. How I do it. I am sitting in front of my panorama window, overlooking a valley and the next hill towards on the east side of the house where I live. I have trees, the deck with a bird bath, snow accumulating on the low walls on the side. Houses with snow on the roofs, the rising sun is glinting, and the sky is many different colors. Why am I telling you this? Because even writing in articles must be done in wide cone of vision, 
with the fuzzy brain state. I need to be present to how the words will land. And that is definitely outside of the narrow, focused cone of vision where any of you live. Live there as if it were the only place to live. Often participants speak over me, or other participants on calls. They can't hear, can't listen when they want to speak. Narrow cone of vision. The more you do that, the narrower your cone of vision. And the less your efforts build a raft to get things done with. One could safely say that the size of your life is the size of your cone of vision. And for most of you, that is pitifully small. You narrow your cone of vision even further when you are afraid, when you are concerned, which is, at this point always, or when you are trying hard. And your results are disappointing, and you think that you are condemned to that small life. But you are mistaken. It is an optical illusion, the wider your cone of vision, the more resources you can summon, the more resources you can build, and little by little, create a big life with a big ability to live it. I will call that inclusion. Including all there is. What you like. What you don't like. Your concerns. Your wants. Included in the big picture. Have them, instead of acting on them, shepherding them, managing them. Just have them. Your emotions. The voices in your head. The resistance. And the fear. All of it. Have them. This is the only two things worth learn. And then bring that to my courses, to the playground, to my invisibles, to coaching, and every action you'll take will build a raft. Even the activity of energizing your water, or eating the foods on your food list. Your partner calls. Everything you do. Apropos partner calls. Yesterday two people remarked that they don't want to bore me. That came from projecting their narrow cone of vision on me. I hear what you are saying on the calls, I hear who you are being, I hear all your emotional baggage, I hear your relationship to yourself and to others. And it is never boring. Frustrating, because I can't redirect you, I am listening to the recording of the calls. But it's never boring. Nothing is boring. If anything feels boring, consider that you are boring, because inside the narrow cone of vision, nothing is allowed to show other than what you are focusing on. And that little thing may be boring. But the world inside which it is just a puny little thing isn't boring. Producers are never bored. For them everything is interesting, because they deal with, look at the tapestry of life, and that, my friends, is mighty interesting. It's not all about you. P.S. For most people the invisible realm, the invisible dynamic of reality is literally invisible, even after they watch the 53 videos of the invisibles course. So they talk about what is visible, but miss the why of things. Miss the part that justifies and explains why things work the way they do. Such is the case with all the habits, all the routines of high producers. They are invisible to non-producers. I see hundreds, maybe thousands of articles that talk about the visible parts. These are some of the most shared articles. And yet no one is becoming a producer by using the methods. Because the invisible part is not seen and therefore cannot be duplicated. I attempted to add that missing piece of the puzzle, the invisible part that 99% of humanity misses. Can I teach you to look at the world with wide cone of vision? I'm afraid not. You have to teach yourself. It is a capacity, a DNA capacity, that is inactive in the 99%, inactive because the 99% never call on it. If you consciously practice it for any length of time, it can open. It is hard. It's not the eyes. It is the brain. I can activate that capacity, energetically, but you still have to practice it. The activation keeps the capacity open for 72 hours, but if you don't intensely and diligently use it, if you don't need it, it shuts down, the body won't keep it open. Be thoughtful. Have a plan on how to keep it open.
Just like you would if you wanted to turn from carb burner to fat burner. You would have stuff that helps it for at least 3 days, and nothing that blocks it. So it is with capacities as well. I can do an activation only when I connect to you empathically. I don't use any cords, any channels, I merge my body with yours, and perform the activation on my own body that is merged with yours. Tricky, isn't it? But it works. That is the method of the empath. I don't feel you out there, I feel you in here. Do you want this capacity? The capacity of producers? If you drop the ball, you have to pay again after 72 hours. Ask me to turn on your big picture DNA capacity. PPS, in playing paintball and many other games, surprisingly, again, the only mode that allows you to win, is the diffuse, wide-angle mode. No kidding. Focused mode gets you killed. Every time. PPPS, the larger monitor you use the harder it is to include what is outside of your computer monitor. But is a good training. 